Welcome to You Gotta Have Faith. What is faith? In Hebrews 11th chapter 1st verse, the Apostle Paul writes, Faith is the substance in things hoped for and evidence in things not seen. One playwright wrote that it's believing you see white when your eyes tell you black. It's a belief where no one else believes. Dr. King says if you don't believe in something, you'll fall for anything. This is a podcast about faith. This is a Christian podcast where we share our faith and belief in God and also in mankind, the goodness and kindness in mankind. In today's world, we see lots of ugliness based on racism, misogyny, and age-old grudges. But there is goodness in all of us. There is goodness in this world. But it begins with our belief. you got to have faith. All right. Today is the 21st of April, and we have Craig Dickerson. Craig, how are you doing? <laughs> hey, how are you doing, Red? Doing good. Morning. good. Yeah, good morning. <laughs> yeah, we missed you uh, last uh, last week, but you had to work, and now Deb yeah. is with family, so yeah. uh, she's not with us. It's all right. We're we're getting through this. Absolutely. You guys did great last week, man. It was really fun. Oh, great, right. Fantastic. Yeah. Thanks so much. Yeah, that was nice. <clears throat> so today we're going to tackle John 10th chapter 11th through 18th verse. But beforehand, um, let me open us up in prayer. Heavenly Father, we truly thank you so much for waking us up this wonderful Saturday morning and for um, helping us delve into your word to understand the uh, the teachings that you have to give to us. We, we thank you so much. We love you so much. And we ask that you bless us as we look through your words. And we ask that you guide us and you teach us and you awaken our um, our beliefs and uh, our our faith in you, and that you help us through uh, your words, so that we can be equipped, that we can uh, we can be equipped with the armor of uh, of the word, so that when we go out into the world, we will be prepared, and uh, we will feel uh, the love of you. And we and we ask that everyone who listens to us uh, will be guided and will be uplifted and enchanted by uh, the word and through the love of, of God, through us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 Well, that, that, that was beautiful. <laughs> thank you, thank that you. Sometimes I try to, <laughs> I like thinking I try of everybody. not to pushing it <laughs> too much. But yeah, <laughs> no, I honestly, honestly Beautiful, do. beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so yeah. we're going to go into John 10th chapter, verses 11 through 18, and I will read the, um, the NIV version. Uh, let's see, 11 through 18, right? That's right. Okay. So, and this is the word of Jesus Christ. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of the sheep pen. I must bring them also. They, too, will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. The reason my Father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me. But I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my Father. And there you have it. That is John 10th chapter, verses 11 through 18. That's packed. That is. <laughs> That's packed. That is packed. Yeah. And it piggies back on to, I think it was two um, two sessions ago where we talked about the sheep and the shepherd. I believe we talked on uh, um, John ten. Um, I think it was one through eight, or or something like yeah, that. Christ is the gate, right? Exactly, I'm the gate. Yeah. Now he's, I am the shepherd, the good shepherd, right? As exactly. A, as opposed to the hired hand. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I have lots of thoughts on this, but you're the one to bring this up. So, so what do you think? Well, I'm looking at all the characters, mm -hmm. and and we'll, I wanted to kind of explore it. You mm -hmm. know, I mean, we'll talk about because I think. One of the one of the wonderful things about about John here mm -hmm. is he gives you lots and lots of little tangents to to spin off on. You know, yeah. I mean, there's more curiosity, mm -hmm. you know, within the words rather than like 
you know, when we were going through Mark. Right. It was just like, but up, but up, but up. It was just plot. Right, you know? right, right. <laughs> Not a lot of character. Mm-hmm. Here you got all these characters. You've got the shepherd, the good shepherd, the mm-hmm. hired hands, the wolf, the sheep, the the sheep in the flock, the sheep aren't in the flock. Right, you know? right. And the father and God the father and mm-hmm. God the, and, and, and the son. Yeah, it's rich so, in analogies. And then you got John mm-hmm. whose words are probably being written, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's probably, you know, he was probably, uh, you know, dictating this story to someone who then wrote it down and then it's been interpreted and. Martin Luther, you know, made mm-hmm. it something else, and so yeah. So it, it's it, it turns out that you know, as Scripture goes, it's wide open. And yeah, there's, there's lots to, mm-hmm. and and we were talking a little bit about how we kind of like to kind of reflect it upon you know today's issues because that's kind of the the fun part oh, uh, sure. about about associating with the Scripture about this ancient text is that. Well, how do I apply it in my life right now and the stuff that's going on? Yeah, I think that's the reason why people get into the scriptures. You know, it has to apply to our lives. And when I think about the word of God being living and active, it's Mm -hmm. the reason why people go to church on Sunday. Because on Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, through the week, they can use the uh, the scripture as a foundation Mm -hmm. for getting through. Well, yeah, for just identifying, you know, their day-to-day reality, their problems. I think a lot of times people ask me, well, what does Christianity have to do with anything? Mm -hmm. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of, that's kind of where I take it. It's like, oh, man, because it, it, because it, you know, Mm -hmm. it's something you can like attach to any part of your feelings, you know, any part of your belief, you know, you can, you can find a foothold, Mm -hmm. you know, in, in so much. And maybe sometimes it seems kind of, well, that's reaching or that's inconsequential or whatever, but I, I find it totally useful yeah. and, and connecting I mean, pe- and opening yeah. up and having conversations. Sure. I mean, people need to have a foundation for their way of life, their walk of life. You know, some people do meditation. Some people um, believe in karma. Um, I have friends who are Asian who believe in, uh, what do they call it, yin-yang. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what you put into the world, you get out of it. Mm-hmm. Um you know, back in the colonial times, they believed in providence, whatever providence is. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, for for those who I know who are Christian, you know, when I hear my mom, you know, quote scriptures, even during the day, it's not just, okay, I, I got to do my job as a Christian to, you know, spread the word. But really, she's uplifting herself. Mm-hmm. She's trying to get herself through, you know, tough times as well. Yeah, this particular verse, it, well, yeah, I think people will go like, oh, I, I get that because – there's a psalm, I think it's is it Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. That's right, I shall not want. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. It, was, it was so funny on Bible study this week, uh, Father Justin opened up with a Bobby McFerrin version of that. Bobby McFerrin, oh, wow. My, and Boystra, you know. You know the, <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's yeah. right. And it was Don't a, worry, be happy do, thing. Doing, yeah. a, doing, a, doing Psalm 23, and it was so... I gotta, I gotta look that up. So on YouTube. it's so beautiful. If yeah. you can like connect it, uh-huh. that would be awesome. It yeah. was, it was just like, ah, oh, what a great way. Yeah. And the other thing, you know, we, and we've been doing this too. Is we mm-hmm. opened up uh, with a question, and the question is, well, what do you know about being a shepherd? Right. And I, you know, everybody kind of just went around, and mm-hmm. and I, I said, well, I have to be honest, I. I know absolutely nothing about shepherding. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, well, but you do know about you do know about leading people, yeah. or you know having to be a leader. I or, suppose, but I was thinking yeah. quite. I think the question was like first initially, quite literally. Um, oh, like a literal shepherd. Like I don't know anyone. <laughs> then, I mean, we're in the city. I mean, you know, we don't. <laughs> I mean, do what you, do we know about sheep? And do, you know, that's what. Do you stuff. have a clue, Reg? I, did, I said like no, I, 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 I don't. Yeah, have a clue I mean, at meta- all. metaphorically, <laughs> right? I mean, we know what it's like to be, you know, followers and leaders. Sure, and sure. Yeah, in our daily life, but. You know, what did they have to do? I yeah. mean, they basically kind of, you know, stayed outside all day and all night. Um, yeah. Not a lot of interaction. Yeah. I mean, you have the dog. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and you I imagine have the, the, you yeah, have and the flock. Yeah, you know? and I imagine the burden is heavy because if one sheep is gone, you know, that's that's it. Or, you know, they, they can be punished. I don't know how they would be punished, but I'm sure they would. Because well, I'm yeah. sure there's a head count on each sheep mm-hmm. that they have to watch. Yeah, I mean... The hired hand here, he, uh, mm-hmm. well, it's assumed that he doesn't really, he, he, he's not really doing his job. And then yeah. as soon as 
what shit hits the, hits the fan, he runs away. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> well, the responsibility isn't so great on the hired hand because <laughs> yeah. he doesn't really it's, it's, care. He's not invested. Right. He's not invested. Yeah. Which is kind of a little dig on the Pharisees, I think, because he's, oh, talk, sure. he's talking, and then right after this verse, of course, mm-hmm. the 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 religious leaders mm-hmm. that that he's talking to says the Jews, but I'm I'm assuming it's uh they mm-hmm. mean like uh. You know, the religious leaders that he's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he's talking to. Yeah. They say, you know, they react to this like, man, this guy's whack. He must be a <laughs> demon or something. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. And then, you know, they kind of say like, well, no, I mean, how can he be a demon? He heals people. And right, so right exactly. But the, but they at the same time, they're just thinking like, man, this guy's, he's saying some pretty far out stuff. Well, sure. Well, I mean, he's taking to the real extreme. And it reminds me, you know, there's some folks who they – like, you know, there, there are people who – I don't want to compare it to Christianity. I'm trying to compare it to something else. But let's say they think they know a knowledge or they think they know of something. Like, I don't know. I, I have some friends who are Star Trek buffs or Star Star Wars buffs or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And I have a cursory knowledge of Star Wars. I mean, I got into it when I was a kid. But, mm-hmm. you know, I know a little bit. But there's some folks who are like, oh, no. And then you have to get into here. And, and, and these, <laughs> are the, these are the these uh, are the people who, uh, who speak of this language. And yeah. these are these folks in Jar Jar Binks. And this is what Darth Vader is all about. I mean, they are really, really in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when I, he- when I look at Jesus is and his confrontation with the Pharisees, they what? may think that he's crazy because – it's obvious Jesus has really gotten into the Bible. I mean, it's within his bones. I mean, it's something that he knows and he cares about. Yeah, and they would identify with this shepherd thing. Well, because I guess there were shepherds, mm-hmm. right? You know, everywhere. Yeah. But also, uh, I was referring back to Ezekiel and sure. David. David was the shepherd of the family. Mm-hmm. He was the youngest. And Ezekiel mm-hmm. talks about, you know, the shepherd and and the flock and the purposes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah, having that protection. Yeah. Having that like twenty four seven. Yeah, and you pers- talked about protection. how. I remember we had an earlier podcast where you mentioned the difference between the the sheep and the uh, the goats. Where oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> how valuable the sheep's were because they yeah. provided not only meat but also clothing, right, and warmth. Right, right, exactly. Um, they were kind of like the the step up farm animal. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. For right. Sure. Um, and angel, I, angels appear to the shepherds. That's right. Know, and that's they, exactly yeah, right. Yeah. And the shepherds, baby Jesus. Yeah, you know, exactly. They, you know, so there's this ongoing mm-hmm. um, reality about this particular occupation. Yeah, and fascinating. And and, and uh, you mm-hmm. know this on, and identification. And so yeah. I think it's really clever, mm-hmm. um, Christ using the sheep as a metaphor. Yeah. For you know mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I think he's he's being very very he's being very clever. Yeah, he's being really clever, and as he always is, and you know the use of analogies and even tying the analogies to other references of shepherds through you know throughout the uh, the Old and New Testament. Mm-hmm. I've written some questions down. Oh yeah, are, um, are we shepherds or hired hands? When the wolf comes, will we run or will we stand by the sheep? What's the difference between the sheep and the sh- and the hired hand? I suggest it's up to us. If we choose to live for God, we are shepherds, not the good shepherd. Jesus is the good shepherd. Well, I, you know, yeah, but at the same time, you know, like when you're in these stories, mm-hmm. you know, and when when we're following, you know, this Christian life, mm-hmm. it, yeah. it's I, – I think it's a – I think it's a strong thing to uh, to aspire to, mm-hmm. to, to aspire to be more Christ. Well, put yourself in that. Yeah, in that situation. That's I right. Mean, would does everyone know your voice? Right. The sheep know your voice. Yeah. And um, by your voice, I mean, I mean, are you speaking true mm-hmm. that they understand that yeah. uh, that in, that that it's clear? Yeah. And that it's and are you are you speaking with a with a voice that's truly understood? That's pure. Yeah. That's from yourself. Right. You know, that's one idea. Mm-hmm. Are you going to lay down your life? Yeah, that's right. For, for others, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, shepherds got to. Yeah, they got to. Mm-hmm. You know, and also the level of communication. I would imagine a shepherd has to really spend a lot of time with the sheep, so that the sheep can understand who the shepherd is mm-hmm. and understand the voice of the shepherd. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think about communication, like I think about um, you and I are not parents, but you know, they are parents who uh, focus. There was an article I read this week about. Um, it was one of those Dear Abby things where I guess a 16-year-old kid wasn't motivated and 
the parent was like, how do I motivate my 16-year-old kid? And I think uh, Abby or I don't know if it was Dear Prudence or Abby was trying to say, well, what was the level of communication when the kid was two or three or six or seven or whatever? I mean, uh, there are a lot of – unfortunately, there are some parents who they wait until the child becomes sort of a pre-adult or whatever, a pre-teenager to really focus on honest, direct communication. And sometimes it's too late. Uh, you know, and let's say if we want to speak to someone on a Christian level, if you don't, let's say, know the Bible, if you're not really equipped with the word, um, I don't see how you're going to get through uh, a great deal or how you're going to deal with, let's say, confrontations or whatever. I mean, when I think about using the Bible, when I think about going out into the world as a Christian, um, you're going to be confronted either by either by someone confronting your faith as a Christian or just natural confrontations at all. I mean, how equipped are you? I mean, how well, how how honest is your communication, both with yourself, with God, and with others as a Christian? I think parents learn how to be shepherds with their children. Kind mm-hmm. of, well, if they if they have any scrap of you know consciousness at sure. all, you know, they they learn pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, uh, going back to Psalm twenty three. You know, yeah, that's right. That rod and thy staff. They comfort me. They comfort me in the rod. Was yeah. the you know it was to get the, the enemies away. That's the, right. You know that's the right. predators. Yeah, it was to be away the wolves. That's and exactly then that staff right. had a little hook, and that was kind of like to yeah. pull, pull pull the sheep back from danger. Yeah, you know to kind of like oh no 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 come on this right, way right right this way yeah and uh, so you know those two tools had mm-hmm. had specific purposes. They weren't just you know beating animals up <laughs> right right you know, exactly they yeah. they were they were they were ways they were they were ways to to uh, kind of assure mm-hmm. the animals that yeah. not only were, that were you going to repel danger you yeah. were, you were going to like you were going to like scoop them up away from you know yeah but know. when i also think about communication you know deb deb had talked about in the earlier podcast how people use catchphrases in bible verses like um i can do all things through christ who strengthens me Sort of, now I don't want to say throwaway verses, but n- there are a lot of people, a lot of Christians who don't look into the context behind it, like, you know, before, after. And it reminds me of a, chi- of a parent who st- still speaks to a child as if they're still a baby. Mm-hmm. Goo goo gaga, you know, and, uh, you know, aren't you cute and all, whatever. And not, you know, honest. I mean, of course, you have to do, I guess you have to do that when a child is a baby. Mm-hmm. But there's a point where a child has to be equipped to be an adult. And you have to be straight and honest with them and really prepare them for adulthood. Mm-hmm. And if you do it too late, it's too late. Mm-hmm. So when I talk about honest, direct communication, uh, like when we go through these Bible verses, mm-hmm. we don't just quote the Bible verses. We understand the context, you know, and we read before and after, the, you know, what's going on. Well, try to, you yeah. know, try yeah. to. I'm I'm really struck by uh, by the by the by the phrase here and I'm I'm just kind of going sure. I don't have the NIV version from but uh uh-huh. you know around around uh verse 17 yeah know, it's why my father loves me I give up my life so that I can take it up again yeah I mean that's a little kind of like mm-hmm. you know a hint towards uh resurrection that's exactly you know, right and uh, and the sacrifice yeah the sacrifice and the resurrection you know? and also verse 18 no one takes it from me and that kind of gives me comfort. It's like mm-hmm. um, Satan didn't take, you know, Jesus saying, you know, no one is, it's not like someone has killed me. Mm-hmm. And it almost takes the pressure away from those who are crucifying him. Mm-hmm. This is something I do voluntarily. I'm giving myself to to you. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down on of my own accord. Yeah, well, you this know, is his gift to us. in the forty days, and we you know when Jesus, uh, mm-hmm. you know, was tempted by by Satan. Yes, you know, and, and uh, Satan says, uh, <laughs> I think Father Justo said something really funny, and I said, you know, it kind of makes me feel like you know, um, you know, it, that you know, Christ put himself into a very, you know, precarious situation mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. you know he could he could be tempted. You know, he could be you know, there was a certain Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like we could, this could go either way, kind of thing. You mm-hmm. know, and I think it was part of being divine and human. Yeah. But of course, you know, divinity wins out. Satan says, "Oh, look, I'll give you all the nations. Yeah, everything. All you got to do is like, you know, say I'm the cool guy. Right. Right. And I think just just said, 
you know, why didn't Christ say, like, uh, no, dude, I got this? Yep, yep, <laughs> yep, that's exactly right. I, I believe yeah. that Father Justin talked about during the, the Easter um, sermon um, how he cheated Satan. You know, it's almost like a April Fool's. Well, it was April Fool's. On <laughs> it was, April yeah, it just happened to be, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and yeah. that, you know, was the, the sort of trick. You know, it's like, well, you think that I've lost. Well, I've actually won. Mm-hmm. And Christianity has won yeah. through this you know, this loss. But again, it was like, it was not because, it's not because he was told to do this. Right. He wasn't told to lay down his life. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he wasn't told. He said, you know, I I do this because I make this choice. That's right. I make this choice. That's right. And in a way, like you were saying, you know, mm-hmm. you can go, goo goo ga ga yeah. Or bah, bah, you know, whatever <laughs> sure. to to sure. to your flock or your right. you know your wards yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But um, but I hear hear Christ is saying like, you know, I'm not that different from you. Mm-hmm. I just make this choice. I mm-hmm. make this choice just to say like, I'm going to the mat for you. I am. I'm not telling you how to live your life. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, sheep. Yeah. That, and to anybody else who's listening, because he's talking about the sheep to, I guess, other people, mm-hmm. uh, the, you know, the Pharisees or, or disciples or whoever's listening. Christ mm-hmm. is saying, like, I am, I'm identifying with you. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I'm identifying right. and saying, like, you know, just like you have a have a choice to follow or not follow, or, sure. do, or do the things that. You know the, the yeah. guidance that I, that that I'm providing, the protection mm-hmm. yeah. that I'm providing, the willingness to you know lay down my life. Mm-hmm. But it's a choice that I make mm-hmm. through the love of my father, because I know my father wants this from me. Right. You know. Yeah. I know this is what he desires, and mm-hmm. this is why he loves me is because that's how far I'm willing to yeah. take this. Yeah. I'm willing to take it to whatever mm-hmm. extreme. Not the hired hand, mm-hmm. right? I'm, 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 I'm here for keeps, and I'm yeah. here for real. Yeah, I think that's a distinction, and I think he brings it up to sort of show the Pharisees. Listen, this is what validates me. Mm-hmm. It's not so much what I say or what I do; it's that I can get, I can lay down my life. I, I am sacrificing myself. Mm-hmm. Are you doing that? He's really making a distinction between, you know, the shepherds and the uh, and the hired hand. Like he he. Like I have verse sixteen. Oh, I, so I wanted to talk about this. I have other sheep that are not of the sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. Okay, so what did I write down here? Um, this ties into Philippians four two. Okay, yes. Yeah, so we had a podcast about Philippians four two. I don't think you were. Is where I talk about um, where Paul is writing to the Philippians, and there are two women. Eudia uh, and Sintink, and they have a difference. They they are quarreling, mm-hmm. and they apparently are approaching Christianity from two different perspectives. And Paul is basically saying, "Listen, whatever your differences are, we are all, you know, trying to bring Christ's word to yeah. to the masses. Yeah. So forget about your differences." And it ties into verse sixteen because there are other sheep. But they're still a part of us as well. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, the, the, the um, I guess the, the button is unity. I mean, there, there's unity. I mean, there are other people who may praise God in a different way, but they're still part of the family. Yeah, that's the, de- that's the desire. Yeah. Is to, is to create this community. Yeah. You know, to keep it going. Mm-hmm. To keep that community happening. Yep. You know, and we're still struggling to do that. And, and, and you know, and trying to figure out how to do it. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. We were talking about the Starbucks thing. Sure, the Starbucks thing. Yeah. And also I was thinking about the 911 call. Remember I sent you that article? Oh, yeah. The, there's a, so there's a woman in Houston, Texas, who was um, convicted. She was basically a 911 operator. And instead of answering the calls and dealing with these 911 emergency calls, she would hang up. And she did this at least a thousand times uh, during the course of a year. I was reading in the article that I guess two thirds of the calls are not emergency related. I guess she would wait to hear what the person would say for about ten seconds, and if it wasn't a "Oh my God, I got shot" or "Somebody's dead" or whatever, mm-hmm. she would just hang up. And she just straight up said, "I don't have time for this." 
which was a horrible thing. Wait a minute, aren't all those calls recorded? Yeah, they're all, they're all recorded. I mean, she, did this, she, didn't, she didn't think this thing through. She did this thousands of times? Yeah. Well, they did an audit, and they found out that at least 80% of her calls lasted for less than 20 seconds or 15 seconds. It was like, wait a minute, there's not – there should be some dialogue going on. So she pled guilty, and, you know, she was convicted, and people may wonder, okay, what does this have to do with the Bible verse? Well, think about the shepherd and the hired hand. The hired hand – has a responsibility, but doesn't really care. I mean, doesn't feel the burden. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you know, if a sheep is gone, oh well. Yeah. <laughs> no shepherd there. Right. <laughs> I was thinking about the Star Wars. <laughs> no, we, we can delve into the Starbucks Star thing, which, which everyone is talking about. Because it, like, it feels like there's no shepherd there either. Yeah. You know? That's right. I mean, you want to call the cops and what they did. Shepherding? I, 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 I don't think so. Sure. Well, I, I mean, obviously you know. this woman did not think that, she, that this, these two black men – who did absolutely nothing wrong. I mean, you know, they didn't. I mean, they've been playing. I wrote a play. I wrote a play. I was in Berkeley, I think, last week, and I wrote a whole play, I think, about an hour. Of course, I wasn't disturbing anyone, and no one was like, hey, if you don't buy something, you know, get out of here. And I'm black, for those who can't see me on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's, it's ridiculous. Um, I think they were there like a total of five minutes. Of course. And there have been plenty of times where I've been like, hey, listen, I don't want to buy anything right now because I'm waiting for someone. And it would be rude for me to buy something, eat it, drinking or whatever. And then someone comes in, oh, I ate already. Mm-hmm. It's like a restaurant. It's like you go to a restaurant, you sit down, you're like, hey, I'm not going to order right now. I'm waiting for someone. They're like, okay, that's fine. It's never a big deal. Mm-hmm. So – um, but when we think about people, like, you know, when we meet people from different cultures, different backgrounds, do you see them as strangers or do you see them as still a part of you, a part of the sheep, a part of the flock? Well, I think the reaction has been, I mean, the public reaction right. has been, you know, this is, this is gotta stop. Mm-hmm. This is just, I mean, you know, it's just, it, I mean, it, the situation is obviously so Blown up and ridiculous, mm-hmm. and beyond silliness. I mean, I mean, CEO came out and said he's going to have sensitivity training for every single employee in the corporation. Yeah, and then then you have like, I guess a lot of people say like, okay, great, good. That's exactly what needed to happen. Okay, good, we're good now. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're good now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't think that's enough. You know, I've heard, um, I've heard people, you know. People responding, blacks, whites, you know, mm-hmm. you know, responding to the same kind of thing, saying like, oh, well, just fire the person. And well, and, and that'll do it, and that'll yeah. solve the problem. No, that's not going to solve the problem either. So you have all these people so outraged, and, mm-hmm. you know, where's the shepherd? Yeah. Where's the – it's not the CEO, I guess, sure. I don't think. I mean, but a lot of people are saying like, oh, it's the CEO, yeah. or, or it's a uh, – yeah. Or it's, or it's a reverend who's going uh, sure. to step oh, sure. in and, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and make a make – a, you well, know, like, Al this Al is what this means. This is yeah. what this means. Yeah. But in essence, really, I think the frustration – Yeah. Frustration, obviously, with those two men who were arrested, and I guess spent, you know, like six to eight hours in, in lockup. They were, yeah, for, I so, mean – for sitting in a public yeah. space. And let me you know? tell you something. Working in, working in the DA's <laughs> office, I mean, if you're detained, let's say if you're just detained for one hour, but if you had to go through fingerprinting, having your picture taken, in San Francisco they have what they call an SF number. That's a six-digit number that will follow you through the rest of your life, even if you've never committed a crime ever again. They, they just – what do they stamp it on you? Take you to eight fifty and stamp it on you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's there. I mean, you can never. I mean, imagine going to a job and and having the uh, the boss or potential boss saying, "Anybody know, hey, doesn't know eight fifty is eight fifty Bryant Street? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Eight fifty. That's it, where it's a place you really want to go. If you screw up, that's the first place that you end up. <laughs> either, either you've been told, or you've been arrested, or you're a witness to a crime, or you're a victim of a crime. Eight fifty is the legal and yeah. illegal. Vortex of San Francisco. <laughs> that is exactly right. That is 850. So 850. 850, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but imagine having a criminal record, and even if it's, I mean, even if they say it's expunged, I mean, expunge only means that it's, no, it's still, still in the there. record. It's still there. I know. And it will follow you through the rest of your life. Imagine telling a potential boss, let's say you do want another job. Well, they were saying, like, uh, what are we going to say if they make us late for work the next day? Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, yeah, I mean, there's a lot to consider, but. The outrage, I think, is just like people yeah. are just so frustrated by yeah. 
why is this shit happening? But you know, there you know? I've read some. There's some. Uh, there's some. It's funny when you read these articles online, you also get the comments. Mm-hmm. And there's some comments to that. You know, there's some people who are like, "Well, why didn't they just buy something?" Yeah, or why didn't they just walk away when they were told to? Yeah, <laughs> why can't they be obedient black men? <laughs> you know, they... when we tell you to do something, why can't you just do it? Why can't you be the sheep we want you to be? Right, <laughs> then, yeah, and not of some other flock. Right. But I think, and again, the reason I bring this up is because I'm I'm looking at this verse that we, mm-hmm. but I'm also looking at the the Pharisees' reaction, which is a pretty kind of reasonable reaction, which is, this guy's whack. Mm-hmm. This guy must have a demon. He's saying some wild-ass stuff like he's a shepherd. And and they're like, there's no shepherd. Mm-hmm. We don't got a shepherd. You know, we're, we're, we're here mm-hmm. to establish laws and rules that we want everyone to live by. Yeah. And here's somebody who's like saying, you know, I'm the... I'm the shepherd. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna make it all like you know safe and, yeah. and and pleasant for you. And they're like, and they their reaction is like, mm-hmm. that's not reality. Sure, that's not how we live our lives. And, and I think that's kind mm-hmm. of the frustration with people. For those who feel. don't know, this is verse 19 that Craig yeah, is 19, referencing yeah. to. The Jews who heard these words were again divided. Many of them said, "He is demon possessed and raving man. Why listen to him?" Yeah. But others said, "These are not the sayings of a man possessed by a demon. Can a demon open the eyes of the blind?" Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, mm-hmm. but, you know, I mean, he's questioning their reality. Right. And they're having to question their reality. Sure. And and I think <coughs> there's a <coughs> there's a common mm-hmm. kind of anxiety that this presents yeah. you know, with them. And in, and you see it in, in these examples that we say. We see, you see it in our daily lives. It's sure. like, how in the hell are we going to get past this junk? Mm-hmm. There's no shepherd. Yeah. You know, and that's where I kind of like say, like, we're everybody involved in this scripture. Yep, when we look exactly at scripture, right. mm-hmm. we're everybody. We're mm-hmm. the wolf. We're the hired hand. We're yeah. John writing it all down or sure. dictating it. Yeah, we're we're God the Father. You know, trying to identify with that. Yeah. We're we're the Son trying to identify yeah. with the Shepherd, trying to be mm-hmm. involved in each of these things. We're the sheep. Obviously, we're the sheep. Sure. <laughs> you know, we have a choice. We have a choice to be who we want to be. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I brought up from that I that hit me. Am I the shepherd? Am I going to be Christ-like? Or will I be that hired hand? I look at the Pharisees as the hired hand who claim to have authority. Oh, I'm sure, that the they, I'm sure they get that, too. Yeah. When, when he's, point, he's like, yep, that's, he's talking to us. Gosh, yep. he just can't <laughs> leave us alone. Right, exactly. But take a look at us. I mean, yeah. hired hands. I mean, you know, we assume responsibility. But when the real burden of the responsibility comes down, mm-hmm. are we going to still walk away? Like I still think about, you know, when you were asked uh, by the church to help out, I think it was a year ago or something like that. And it seems like it you, you, you had things to do, but, you know, you took the time. Like, I think they asked you to do one thing, mm-hmm. and then one thing led to another thing, and then another thing, and then another thing. Well, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. It's, nothing, it's not burdensome, right? <laughs> right, exactly. It's not burdensome to you, but yeah. it could have been. And, someone, and you could have easily said, listen, I, I, you asked me to do this one thing. You asked me to, I don't know, w- uh, sweep the floor. Yeah, I did it, okay? Yeah. So I, I'm leaving. I'm See done. you later. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would be the, the, uh, the analogy of the hired hand where, hey, you asked me to do one thing. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> I'm hitting it and quit it. Just like, you know. Jim I Trump. answered the phone plenty of times. 20% is <laughs> not bad. <laughs> right, exactly. That 911 operator. But there are individuals who really take on the responsibility and who have a fealty, who care about, like I think about the Starbucks person. That Starbucks person did not look at those black men as as brothers and sisters. I mean, I just I just came back from a Starbucks. I mean, and I know people are protesting Starbucks and like, hey, Rich, don't go to Starbucks. Yeah, it's really really good to see you. <laughs> <laughs> no, this Starbucks, which is on uh, First and First and Broadway, you risked your life and safety. <laughs> right, exactly. Thank God I made it. Oh boy, and yeah. the coffee's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't poison me. I'm still alive. But anyway, uh, no, they're they're very good people and they treat people very good and they work hard. And no, they this need, is and a, they obviously business. some, but they know, care. They care about the people. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know, here you have a person who's mm-hmm. like, you know, you know, goes to work and and I guess for some reason for fear or mm-hmm. or, or maybe some kind of hatred, yeah. you know, internal mm-hmm. is not even though it's their job to pro- 
for to work in a place that provides a, a sense of community, right, and and freedom, right, and non-discrimination, right. This particular person doesn't feel that way. Right. They do not want, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. to to make that the the goal. Right. <laughs> to to have a sense of community. This 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 was a bad day for everybody involved. Yeah. Hey, you <laughs> know, know, when I look at the Bible verse, I keep on thinking the way, you know, you say, well, who do we see ourselves as? Right. A lot of us either see ourselves as either the hired hand or the shepherd, but no one will see themselves as the wolf. Oh, yeah. But. Yeah, the, the wolf's there. But the wolf is there. Yeah. And when you think about, let's say, this woman and the controversy that she has, uh, you know, caused. Excuse me. Um. She's the wolf. I mean, I don't see of any other any other way of looking at it. I mean, she she caused a disruption that disrupted these men's lives. I don't know if these men's ever had a criminal record. They do now. Um, and she caused the CEO of Starbucks, who, who was probably <laughs> relaxing at home. All of a sudden, they get a phone call from their executives. Oh my God, something happened in Philadelphia. <laughs> you know, the press is. You better talk to the press. Oh God, what happened now? Uh, yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, this thing happens because one individual had it in their minds. These are not my brothers and sisters. These are not, you know, people who I can connect with or whatever. These are strangers. These are foreigners. I'm going to. To use the analogy, like the wolf, you know, to get into the the cage or whatever uh, it's they're in, and either devour them or, you know, push them out of the way. Well, I think uh, the reason this is blown up too, mm-hmm. and the reason why, you know, when looking at this verse and we're taking, you know, it's it's kind of like I said at the very beginning, mm-hmm. it opens up all these little avenues of thought. Yep. Who do you identify here? Who do you identify here? Yeah. Well, I've, I kind of feel like a sheep today. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'm not. Maybe I can be a shepherd. Mm-hmm. Maybe, or maybe I'm just the wolf, and I, and you know, I'm just the, or maybe I'm just the hired hand, and there's no mm-hmm. hope for me or whatever. Yeah. And it's kind of like, I think the, the reason, that it's so, a wonderful mm-hmm. verse is because it makes you, and it and it's complex, and it kind of, you know, builds more questions than answers. Mm-hmm. Is because yes, you're 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 doing all these little connections in your head yeah. and in your consciousness, mm-hmm. you know, and feeling about, you know, well, who am I in this world? How am I traveling in this world? Do I hear this voice? Do mm-hmm. I listen? Do I not? Mm-hmm. You know, which one Which one am I now? Mm-hmm. And I think the uh, when we see these kind of controversies like the, like this, and the reason I'm like sure. pulling from that Starbucks thing is because yeah. the outrage and the, and the emotion that people feel is because there's a lot of people who identify with that woman who yeah. said like, well, hell, I would have done the same thing. Oh, oh interesting. You know, yeah. you know, and and would have pulled from that. Yeah. I mean, you know, it said like, you know, it defended her. I look at the latter, I look at the latter half of verse twelve. Verse twelve, the last sentence is, "Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it." Mm-hmm. And when we think about people who are divisive, mm-hmm. usually it's there's one incident that has a scattering mm-hmm. that has us in, having in, having different thoughts and different ideals. Mm-hmm. You know, like um. Someone may have said, oh, we live in a post-racial society. Everything is wonderful. Mm-hmm. And then you have, um, what's the guy, Zimmerman, who who shoots uh, Trayvon Martin. Mm-hmm. One incident that now scatters everyone because everyone has different thoughts and feelings or whatever. It's like the wolf mm-hmm. comes in and scatters the flock, mm-hmm. just divides everyone. Oh, yeah. And then it takes the effort of the shepherd to, oh, my goodness. I've got to go here and get that sheep. I've got to go here. And I've got to use all of this effort to bring the flock back in. I mean, C- CEO Starbucks, you know, got the call. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, no one's going to have coffee at your place anymore. You, you know, it's totally fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. And like, and you know, today, every every time I go, and I haven't been in a store, I don't really yeah. hang out. Or, you know, a lot of people do. A lot of people go hang out there for hours. Sure. Work. Probably that's well, usually the number one dating site. I mean, I'm, I'm in the dating. There's a lot of people. It's their home they, office. They, yeah, you know, oh, yeah, you right. know it's a, they're there for hours and hours and hours. And I'll tell you something: the, the homeless go there because it's you know, if it's, it's cold, the, they can get and out the of the rain. Is they, open. That's right for everyone. Right. To, supposedly, but now, right after this incident, mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't, like I said, I haven't been in one. But sure. every time I go in one now, yeah, and I'm sure every time. Anyone goes in one now, and the CEO probably got this too. It's like, mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, this place kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's 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 one of those things. I mean, I, I keep on going back. I mean, to talk about being scattered. Scattered right, that community. Right. Right. Exactly. It, it's it's amazing, and it's amazing how one little incident. I mean, I don't know if it was my dad or my grandmother would say, you know, um, it takes it takes a um, it takes a lifetime to build a reputation, but it takes a moment to destroy it, or it takes a moment, you know. Satan only needs a moment of your time. It only <laughs> takes a moment to scatter the flock, oh, wow. but it takes so much of an effort to bring everyone back in. And it depends on what what's inside of you. Mm-hmm. You know, do you want to scatter? Do you want to? I mean, there are people who are curious about chaos. I'm always curious about people who do evil things. Mm-hmm. You know, we've we've had conversations about what is evil yeah. and why are people evil and that sort of stuff. And there's always some news thing that pops up that draws our attention. You know. One of these days we'll have a we'll bring in a news article that talks about someone doing a wonderful thing. Well, I it'll brought, happen. I brought Sister it'll, Jean. It'll happen. Yeah, I talked about Sister Jean in Loyola, Chicago, and how people yeah. were being galvanized around the uh, ninety. I think she was ninety eight. I forget how old she is, but anyways. But no, it's always if it bleeds, it leads. It's always something doing an it's, evil thing. Yeah, well, it gets people's attention, and, sure. and plus, it kind of raises these kind of like questions. Sure, and that's why I'm saying like, where is the shepherd? Right. You know, and I think that's why the Jews who are reacting to saying, like, yeah. well, well uh, this is whack because there's no, yeah. you know, there's, there's, there's nothing like this exists in our yeah. reality. And and we want it and we need it. And mm-hmm. I think the reason for this story and the yeah. reason that I talk about mm-hmm. being the wolf, being the sheep, being the shepherd, right. be, being the shepherd is not an impossible thing. That's exactly right. I mean, it requires a lot of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know. <laughs> maybe sacrifice that you can't do. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you're saying, you know, I, I go in and I, I do my due diligence or whatever at church or whatever. Yeah. But no one's asking me to die for it. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And I'm not asking myself. Sure. I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not saying, like, uh, I think I'll sleep in today. Yeah. No, yeah. I got to pull my, I got to put down my life for this. Yeah. <laughs> so no, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. But, it, but, the analogy remains the same. You know, you're saying, well, what, what do we do? Mm-hmm. How do we react to this? And, and yeah. you've got to look into yourself and find that good shepherd. Yeah. Find the qualities of that good shepherd. Sure. It doesn't mean that you're going to, you know, I mean, you know, you're not, you know, taking an oath like mm-hmm. people in the army saying, I'm going yeah. to defend the flag you're not, yeah, you're not you know, gonna be with a my nun. blood. Yeah, you're you not going to be a nun or, or a Buddhist monk or, you know, whatever who <laughs> yeah. holds yourself up. But, I, you know, when I think about – But in your daily life, you know, sure. that's the choice you have. Right. It's your, you state, of, it's your state of mind. Do yeah. you – how do you how do you think about other people in your lives, you know? Yeah. And when I think about – not to jump back on evil or whatever, but it's such an easy thing to create chaos. But it's such hard work to continue and continue to do good work. I mean, you were mentioning, yes, I mean, at, the, at your church, they may ask you to do one thing or another. They're not asking you to sacrifice your life. <laughs> no. But – Let's say there would be a moment in your lives, and I think all of us will face our moments in our lives, where we have a serious decision to make, and the easiest thing to do would be to run away. Mm-hmm. But the hardest thing to do would be to stand there and deal with it, whatever the it is. Mm-hmm. Let's say you get a call and your mom is, I don't know, needs your help. Let's say she's critical or something like that. And the easy thing would be to say, well, I'll just get you in hospice or I'll get you, you know, I'll call one of my sisters or, or brothers or something, you know. I don't want to be me or or let's say a friend, a friend is like, hey, I really need you to take a day off and just help me for an entire day mm-hmm. or or what have you. Right. Or it could be even something even more serious where it's easy to run away from it mm-hmm. or you really can be there for someone. Yeah, I think uh, I think what we get in the habit of doing is uh, as soon as something's asked of us. Yeah. Is the very first thing is like. Well, how's this going to screw up my life now? Yep. <laughs> I mean, yep. how is this going to affect me? Yep. Am I going to? Is this a zero sum game? Mm-hmm. You know, and that kind of thing. I think somebody in a Bible study brought up some kind of YouTube thing where they saw this guy, I don't know, this elk or something, mm. fell into like a bog. Oh wow! Into some muck, and this purple kind of, yeah, you know, quicksand or whatever. And yeah. he <laughs> jumps in and starts grabbing this animal. Right on. I mean, you know. Yeah. That's kind of what shepherds do. I yep. mean, you know, they yep. will, mm-hmm. they will go, you know, go to the mat, you know, yeah. for their sheep. Apparently, I don't know. Yeah. She was saying, like, I don't know. This guy was tethered. I don't know where he was putting his feet. 
It was. I'm, glad, of, he, I'm glad he didn't both, uh, drag, go down. To, both, both him and the elk were yeah. covered with the shoes of this purple kind of goo. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, oh my god, look how. But you know, pulled him out, and of yeah. course the animals freaked. Yeah. You know, I keep thinking about Scott Munson when Scott was here, and he talked about how he was conflicted about um, the homeless because there are times where. He could help out, but let's say he would, you know, just move on or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think about, you know, I told you my story about when I was in NYU, and there was a guy who's being mugged, an old guy, mm-hmm. being harassed by these three kids. And I just sort of walked by. And you had made a wonderful point, uh, Craig. You had said, well, listen, that may have been at that moment, but you still have another opportunity. There'll be other opportunities that will come by. Yeah. And I think we will evolve. Let's say you're like, oh, wow, I sort of feel like that hired hand. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take on that responsibility, but let's say your faith grows yeah. and you can become the shepherd. Yeah. I, you know, I look at the incidences like that mm-hmm. and I think like, I think like you could look back and reflect upon that. Well, like that was evil. Yeah. What I did or didn't do. Right. Like sin by omission. Sure. Which got good. And my argument is like, no, the evil is that. If you'd helped or done something with that guy, you probably would have just, you know, went, oh, okay, that's cool, and forgot about it. But Mm -hmm. the fact that you didn't, Mm -hmm. you stepped away, Mm -hmm. and it festers in you. Yeah. And it makes you go like, oh, damn it. Yeah. For a long time. Right, that's right. And that's evil. Yeah. That's evil. That's, because that's wasting your time. Mm-hmm. That's that's taking up space with with regret, mm-hmm. with kind of oh crap I you know, oh man I, I I need to be a better person, yeah. and that's time that's time you're spending sure. away from going like oh, I feel good and relaxed and <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I think it's important to have a con- I mean, that's yeah. that's evil to me you yeah. know it's kind of like oh man you know yeah that that was that's the part that's gonna hurt. You know? Having a conscience is important. Yeah. Festering on the conscience, I mean, just yeah. saying, woe was me, woe was me, woe was me, that's not going to help you. So I hear where you're coming yeah, from. Well, that just, yeah, well, that's just like, ugh, that makes it, ugh, that doesn't yeah. help anybody. That right, exactly. certainly doesn't help you. So, you know? You, you know, if you feel that bad, go out and, you know, and yeah. do something with it. Yeah, I'm saying soldier through it. Do, you, right. know, you know, bite the bullet. Sure. You know, go to the mat for somebody, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Believe me, it, it not only will it save your, save your soul, it'll save your sanity. That's exactly right. You know? That's that, right. And you, you don't have to feel like, oh, what a good boy am I. Mm-hmm. But you certainly don't have to feel, oh, what a bad boy am I. Right, exactly. You know, and yeah. consider the alternative. That's yeah. all I'm saying. <laughs> you know? So I had this written down. There are times where we are sheep, victimized by the evils of the world. We can say we are Christians, but don't act like it, i.e. we are hired hands. So we talked about that. But, yeah, there are times where you feel like you are the sheep. You don't have to be the sheep. You don't have to be just like, you know, woe is me. Look at all this horrible things. And a lot of people will justify, oh, well, there can't be a God. Look at what happened to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still feel, listen, you know, there's if you believe in good, you have to believe in evil. So, um, so I, I guess my point would be. If you feel like you are the sheep, you don't have to protect. You don't have to perpetually be the sheep forever. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe that Christianity is a growth. You know, when you baptize yourself and you dedicate yourself in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, you are growing. Mm-hmm. It's almost like going to college. You know, it's like you enter as a freshman, but you know, you graduate as a senior. And there's lots of ways to mm-hmm. to uh, to interpret this word. I, you know, you're taking. You know, you've got yours. I've got mine. Sure. There's one woman, I think, in the Bible study this week who said, mm-hmm. oh, you know, I like being a sheep. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's no problem for me. Yeah. I like knowing that there's a voice, mm-hmm. you know, that I can turn to. It's comforting. And, it's comforting. And, and that's going to give me mm-hmm. all the answers that I need. Yeah. And, you know, all and, and, ans- and, and, she, and she goes, I don't like asking lots of questions mm-hmm. about everything. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, I guess I like, that's why I like science mm-hmm. is because our math, mm-hmm. because there's the answer. Sure. Okay, we're done. We can get on with the next thing. <laughs> you know, right. It's a very, pra- it's, a, it's a practical thing for, sure. for this person. Sure. And, 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 and God love her. That's, that's acceptable too. Yeah. You know, there, there's many ways to skin this cat. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's what I love about it. That's what I love about you mm-hmm. know, opening the word and, and like 
getting other voices and getting other, you know, having these this fellowship. Yeah. You know, is mm-hmm. because how would this how would this communication happen otherwise? Exactly. You know? I totally hear you. I mean, there are some folks who, hey, just give me something really, really simple, and that'll satisfy me. There yeah. are some f- folks who, yeah. like um, Norman G. and I, we were talking about um, food. And he was like, you know, sometimes you have to mix up. You can't eat the same thing all the time. And I'm like, well, I like Raisin Bran. <laughs> I'll eat Raisin Bran every day. I mean, every you know, every, that, that'll be my morning. I don't want to have another, you know, thing. Okay, we're, we're, if we're going to need a sponsor real soon. <laughs> Raise a brand, are you listening? <laughs> right, exactly. So, and like you and I, I think we are very philosophical people. You know, we want to delve into other questions. And I, I know my, I'm very cerebral. You know, I'll, I'll think of 15, 17 different things. Well, yeah, and, 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 mm-hmm. and that's, that's, that's wonderful. I think that's, I, that's mm-hmm. the joy I get with talking with you. <laughs> yeah, cool. It's because, okay, yeah, let's go there, dude. Right, exactly, <laughs> yeah. and we'll dive in. Yeah. But I can totally understand some Christians who are like, hey, listen, just give me one simple word, one simple verse. You know, there was there was something recently who yeah. you know they were saying you know how I, one of the reasons I bring um, or try to bring a verse that's sure. that's, that's and it's, it's kind of specific it's not just random we're following a tract yeah that a lot of the uh, apostolic uh, Catholic uh, sure. you know different dioceses different uh, yeah different 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 churches they yeah. kind of all follow this kind of similar tract and they had like. I think Father Justin said this link, and I don't remember where it came from, but they're talking about, okay, let's just, you know, since we have four Gospels each week, mm-hmm. you know, some couple of Old Testaments, a couple of New Testaments that priests and, yeah. and reverends and, you know, and bishops can focus upon for their for their congregations yeah. each week and in this cycle. They're saying, what if we just, uh, I don't know, just did away with the Old Testament? Just like I said, screw that. Mm-hmm. Old Testament and then just do... New Testament every week, and mm. wouldn't that simplify things? Wouldn't that make things a little bit more palatable to the average churchgoer mm-hmm. so that we wouldn't have to complicate their lives with, like, well, here's a reading from the Old Testament. Here's another reading from the Old Testament. Here's a reading from the New Testament. Here's another reading from the – you know, mm-hmm. it's just like – and I was just like – and Father Justin threw out said, what do you think about this? And I was like, no. <laughs> I'd have a problem with that too. Yeah, I, said, I, I would think like – we need more sources, not less. That's right. We need well, bring in the Quran, mm-hmm. bring in you know, mm-hmm. bring in the Gnostic Gospels, bring in you know whatever, bring sure. in more. Yeah, not less. I can understand the um, the. There are certain folks who believe. Well, if you if, if like TMI, if there's too much information, yeah. then we'll just get totally lost. Yeah, but well, that was I, the, that's that that's the kind of argument. Is yeah. like you know we're just complicating people's lives. I believe that I really, truly believe there should be the intelligent Christian. You know, there are certain Christians who want to keep things just simple or whatever, but life is not simple. And the the danger is there are things that will happen in our lives which are complex. It's always that way, whether it be marriage, raising your children, um, what's happening in the world, um, what's happening at your jobs, that we will have to draw from the Bible or from our faith. And if your faith is a little too simplistic, I'm afraid you're not going to be able to draw too much into it. I mean, you're not well, going to. I don't to, know. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah, that's just, I, I'm just saying what works for me. Right. But, you know, I mean, like we're actors and mm-hmm. we, you know, that's sometimes right. we're challenged to do, like say we say we get cast in some kind of really challenge, like, you, you know, Neil play. Yeah. Or whatever, or, some, or something that requires, you know, like mm-hmm. research. Sure. You know Shakespeare. You got to mm-hmm. you got to do a lot. Yeah. You know you got to do voice training and all this other stuff too. But mm-hmm. you know what would you do if you just showed up for the first day of rehearsal and the director says like, uh, "You got this. This is a piece of cake. We don't really need to think about. It. Just stand up there and say your lines." <laughs> boring would you be? I mean, the uh, audience would tell you right away how boring. I'm just saying it makes life more interesting. It makes you exactly. more interesting. Yeah. It makes you more interested yeah. in the diversity in the world. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I'll, I'll just straight out say it. I don't, you cannot be a lazy Christian. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I think that, you know, if you want to just focus on, let's say, one or two Bible verses, I'm sure that's fine. But Bible verses are not memes. You know what I mean? You, you've seen the memes that show up on, on yeah, yeah, YouTube yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Um yeah. Cute little verses, I mean, cute little phrases that people can either laugh at or whatever. I mean, there's a life behind what's going on. I mean, the Apostle Paul and and, uh, 
Matthew and Mark and Luke and even the Old Testament folks who wrote the books of Moses. I mean, they spent a lot of time writing about this stuff because it was important. And it's history and it's about what what was happening then. I mean, there's a, a massive struggle to bring the word out. I mean, you know, the Pharisees and the killing of Jesus Christ and you know the fighting to to keep the the, the church down mm-hmm. versus the fight to to sustain the word mm-hmm. these aren't just like little you know these aren't Aesop's fairy tales or whatever i mean this is this is a re- the real thing yeah and i mean there's a whole, you know you can't you know you can't um it is complicated but i think it's worth if your christianity if your christian life is worth something to dive into it as much as possible. There are things you won't be able to get. There are things that will just sail right over your head. Oh, well, one of the reasons that I'm here right now is to, is to find out what I don't know. I sure. mean, uh, the, like like I say, we, we talk about the gospel and we try to, you know, mm-hmm. present, you know, a certain authority to our viewpoint. But, right. But honestly, honestly, this is new. Mm-hmm. This is new to me. And the reason I, I like it is because, I, I, you know, a lot of the Old Testament is like, that's history. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. Sure. Um, I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Um, it talks about not only the foundation, mm-hmm. but creating the laws, evolving with the sure, laws, that's finding right. out what works, what didn't work. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you know what still works and what still does not. Right. You know, and the New Testament didn't wipe it out. Right. That's right. You know, it, it, it augmented it. It kind of propelled it in and a way. Jesus, Jesus it, still uses it. It fueled you know, it gave mm-hmm. life to these things. When, right. When he put together, you know, you know, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and love thy neighbor as thyself, two completely different, disparate, you know, mm-hmm. you know, commandments and said, like, that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's a new thing. Right. This is a new, new thing. It's not mm-hmm. the words aren't aren't new. Yeah. But but the but the way we react to them is new, and that's mm-hmm. what I find so wonderful about this. That's right. And the things we're doing is because like this isn't new stuff, right? But the way we embrace it and the way we kind of like mm-hmm. you know kind of like try and and, and learn from it yeah. that's new. That's happening now. It's like a remix. Yeah. It's like you know yeah. like a, there are a lot of old stogies who are like, oh, I hate this new music. They're just they're not they're just remixing. They're just sampling you know old stuff. But it's like it's like bringing a new audience to old material, yeah. and and putting their perspective to it. Yeah, it's I like mean, our remix of the Bible. Yeah, rap, I mean, rap people talk about like, you know, in their words and music, like we, we got to find the hook. Yeah, where's the hook? <laughs> like that's some kind of new damn idea, right? The hook <laughs> been around for a little bit of a while, you know. <laughs> I think. Right. I think I, I think Hoagie Carmichael had a hook, you know. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I got to research Hoagie Carmichael. You know, but, you know. I mean, yeah. everybody, uh, you know, yeah. all musicians, young, old, right. uh, you know, they they understand that you know there's, yeah, yeah, there's a reason there's a foundation there. That's there, right. The, you know, because it, this stuff works. Exactly. This stuff works. Yeah. And then, so when we were talking about like doing away with the Old Testament. I was just like, oh no, man. no, no, don't do that. You know, yeah. that's 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 just lazy. It may be com- <laughs> it is right. It may be complicated, but it's still you know if 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 Jesus had said, oh, let's just do away with it. I mean, you know, what would he use as a foundation? And I'm sure there's like stuff that I read, you know, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm you know I look at now, you know, especially I, I understand the Old Testament. Like, they beget them, who beget them. Who sure, beget it, can, them. It, can <laughs> become, it can become yeah. very dry. Yeah, it become very dry. But you know, I mean. The 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 verse that you poo poo today, yeah, you may learn from tomorrow. That's exactly you know? right. I mean, it may mm-hmm. you may not identify with it today. Right, yeah. right. But yeah. just fight through it. Just fight through it, and and you'll be fine. I think we're hitting the one hour mark. Oh my so. goodness. Yeah. Well, time flies when you're having fun, right? Dang. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so can, can let's I close this out. Close this out in prayer. Sure. Oh Lord, thank you so much again um, for waking us up in this glorious day today and being together. Um, I value this so much, and uh, I, I hope uh, that a deeper understanding of your words uh, will help lead us through the days ahead um, this next week and help us do the things that you want us to do so that we can become closer uh, to your word and closer to each other and to the idea of, of, of what it means to feel real love for our, our fellow human beings. Uh, 
In Jesus' name, we thank you and we praise you. Amen. Amen. All right. So let me close this out with our last blurb. Faith is a podcast open to anyone. You may not believe at all. You may be Muslim, Jewish, agnostic, or atheist. You may have had a horrible experience at the church, which has made you turn your back on God. You can still have faith. We ask that you listen to this podcast, even challenge us, on Facebook or on SoundCloud, and share what you feel. Don't feel alienated because we speak of what we believe. The Bible has been around for thousands of years, and even now, in the age of the Internet and social media and great technology, it still has a message for all of us. You can listen to this podcast, where you're listening to it now, but you can tell your friends, on the Apple Podcast app or on iTunes. Just open up your iTunes app, click on Store, go to the search engine on the upper right-hand side and search for you got to have faith and you'll find us. If you use Android, download the SoundCloud app or go on SoundCloud.com, search for us, and you will find us. Thanks for listening, and God bless each and every one of you. Have a wonderful weekend. Good week, everyone.